Hey, what's good? What's going on, everybody? You already know who this is. And it's definitely your favorite sofa child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shark come back to us again here at the PEG podcast. That's positive energy generation. We're not just a family, but we are a movement. We're here to inspire you, pushing you for it, bringing all types of artists, public figures around the world to inspire you. And you know I'm always in my bag. And I had to go get this avid entrepreneur i'm talking about she's she is dope man when it comes to create magazines create her own company helping other businesses so she's going to show you exactly how to do it too so you gotta dive into it so i'm gonna go ahead and introduce my girl candace shirelle and the bill hey. what's hey. up <laughs> how you feeling i'm feeling good pretty good that's good yeah. you having a good day good day so far can't complain yeah. That's that's all it's about. You can't complain. We we here for another day, and we get to sit down and tap more into you. So I'm so excited. Before we get started, if y'all are just being those, you already know I'ma say, pause, follow right now, follow okay right now. All right, cool. And I'm not giving her social media out to the end. So now you gotta stay. Sorry, oops, but not sorry, okay? So, hey, like I said, she's an avid entrepreneur. She's been in the grind. She got her own magazine, her own company, and a card game. So, hey, you like playing cards, bro. You like getting crazy. You gotta dive into it. She also created um this toolbox for entrepreneurs. So, we're actually gonna dive into it. I don't wanna spoil it, but we're gonna dive into it. We're gonna talk about it and see how did she actually get onto this journey. So. Let's start off like this. Um, tell everybody about yourself and how you actually became this avid entrepreneur. All right, so I am a mother, wife. Um, I'm outgoing, low key, shy at the same time. People don't know that about me. But, um, you know, I'm a little too caring at times, but I've learned, you know, sometimes you gotta love people from a distance. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm all, all of that. I'm open-minded, different. I take a charge and I, hop on new opportunities, all that different stuff. And that's kind of where I got to where I am today. But in all honesty, how I became an avid serial entrepreneur is because my dad was a serial entrepreneur. Hey, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he's passed on, but he he opened his own uh, nightclub here in Waco. It was called Chocolate City. Um, oh. He had a construction company, you know, all that. so I kind of just was the one out of six kids. I was the one that fell in his footsteps of taking okay. on the entrepreneur journey. <laughs> Hey, that's cool. You got you got you a, a garden angel for life that's watching over you. He's gonna continue to guide you, and that is so dope. Um, to have a nightclub called Chocolate City. I should be there because I'm chocolate. I should be there. I should have been there. I <laughs> number one chocolate. That's how I feel. <laughs> but that's cool. So you saw your dad actually dive into the, being a serial entrepreneur, and it, it actually encouraged you when you mm -hmm. actually started to jump out there because we uh, you sit in your bio and when I was going over it, you talked about how you. First, start off decorating, getting into choreography of events. All right, I can't mm. say that word. I'm country. So choreography or choreographing. Yeah, coordinated. Thank you. Help me out. I'm country. So coordinated events. So how how was that experience when you first started? You jumped out there when you started doing it. Oh, it taught me a lot of lessons. Um, it was called Candy Creations. I started back in 2011, right after um, high school and everything. And I used to do the party favors, the candy cakes, um, uh -oh. I used to have the costume characters like Mickey Mouse and stuff, go out to the parties and stuff. Yeah. And you know, I, I did gift baskets, all that. And I miss it sometimes because, you know, I could have really scaled that and it would have been like way bigger now. So I do look back on stuff like that, but I did definitely 
taught me a lot of lessons with taxes and stuff like that. So <laughs> I done learned that part, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't want to be owing taxes. No, no, right. No. <laughs> but that's cool. If you first start off, that's one that's one lesson I feel like all entrepreneurs should learn that how to be able to tax their business and tax it properly. So the fact that you learned that you was like ahead of the game already, you know? So that's mm -hmm. really cool. And again, you had those footsteps from your dad. You watched them uh create so many avenues and it was just like second nature for you. You know, so that's actually cool. I, I really think I really think that's dope. You've been an inspiration to a lot of us. Um, so as you expressed, like I said, that you always wanted to write. That's what you talked about. You want always been a writer. You always had the passion to write. So you became an entrepreneur. I mean, an author in 2015. How mm -hmm. was that experience from being wanting to be a writer to now being an author? Right. So, I, you know, I was writing since. The you know, kid, I used to write these like mystery stories and things like that. And I guess as I got older, um, you know, I never just never finished one. I never finished a story. And so in 2015, um, that was after I had my first my first daughter, and I had got, finally got one a business degree. You know, I got my first degree, and so mm -hmm. I told myself as a goal as well, like I need to go ahead and finish this book. Like I just take the story, I'm gonna finish this book. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest thing with people who want to write is they don't finish writing. <laughs> they don't finish writing. Yeah, or they or they are scared of what people will, will think about what you wrote because yeah. <laughs> being me, like people would have never thought, like I write urban fiction books. So yeah, people would have never thought I would have wrote that. Like some people are reading now like, you know, that can't, you know, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just love it. I love the, you know, the creative field know um taking little pieces of your own life and you can put in a story and yeah. you know just creating so yeah just being yeah. in your creative mode was that scary uh like i said people was looking at you like wow i didn't know i didn't know she was gonna write that that's kind of crazy so you start writing on herbal fiction was that like you said it was scary but when you did it how did mm -hmm. you feel um because that's a passion of yours so i feel like when you're not doing your passion you're sleeping on yourself so mm -hmm. how you waking up and stop sleeping on yourself? So when you actually did that and you saw the feedback, how did you actually feel? I was proud of myself. You know, I was proud. Like um, most of the reviews are five stars and everything. It was just those instances where you're in person with somebody like my mother-in-law and my, <laughs> um, like at the time I was working for a company and someone told my boss about it. Uh -huh. And he was like, oh, I read your book. What's so easy, you know? But he loved it. Like, <laughs> I could just feel my face just hot and just like <laughs> oh my gosh you know but yeah it was a great experience you know you have to get past people because everybody's not gonna like the work yeah so you know you can't please everyone i will definitely say that to any aspiring writers like everybody's not gonna like what you do and it's not for them to like and, you know you can't please everybody and once you get over that you'll be fine so oh, thanks. That's that's crazy. That's dope. I'm I'm glad you was able to see people react to it off that. You know, uh actually knocked away some of those fears that you had, those doubts that you had, because you jumped out there for once to write your first ever published book. So now you're becoming an author and then you're getting good feedback, you know. Mm -hmm. And then you're also accepting that not everybody's gonna like it. Um, why urban fishing though? I think um, what inspired me was Sister Soldier. Like everybody knows about, you know, the coldest winter ever, um, stuff like that. And I read that when I was younger. I haven't read it again since I was older. Some people say it's like a different look on the book now if you read yeah. it when you're older. But I just never went back to read it. But that has inspired me to actually 
finish out urban fiction instead of like the teenage mystery books that I used to write. Oh, hey, that's dope. I like writing too. So um, I'm, I, I do agree with you. You said most writers, they don't uh, finish writing. I promise you, I'm one of them. I, I should probably finish. And I have every excuse in the world why I have not finished, <laughs> you know? And it's more, like you said, um, the fear of how people will think and this and the third, but like just listening to you, it inspires me to like, yo, you gotta go ahead and put that out so I can see like the feedback from it. And you never know, like you said, you never know what type of feedback you have and not everybody's gonna like it. So you're gonna not only inspire me, but so many other authors around the world. Um, if people wanted to actually tap into that Urban Fishing book, what is it called and where can they get it from? Um, so it's um, the first one is Swiftly Taken. The sequel to that one is called Motive, but it is on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, you know, uh, all those Barnes and Nobles, yeah. Only <laughs> online, it's not in the store yet, but. Got you, I got you. <laughs> I got you. You know it though, when you, you hear the Nobles, let's, let's go. You already know, if you gotta get it in Barnes and Noble, oh, it's fire. So y'all better go check that out. I'm gonna go check it out, cause I like the read, so I'm definitely gonna go check it out. And then support my girl, man, if you don't, you're lame. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna let you know. You're lame, and I'm gonna call you a square, and you a hater. So that's what it is. Go check out her books, and you also have more books that you that you'll be coming into the forefront. So I'm looking forward to that project, and keep writing, man. We need that as well. We need writers that's listening to go ahead and write. So hopefully they're inspired by you to go ahead and write. Um, you are doing a lot of things. You hold a lot of hats. And I know for a fact when you like holding a lot of hats as an entrepreneur, it gets overwhelming. Uh, you try not to always think about yourself, but you know, you're in that giving mode, but you leave yourself out sometime. So you created this um, toolbox, which you felt that entrepreneurs needed called applying the pressure. You gotta apply pressure, right? So right. why do you feel like entrepreneurs need this toolbox and how it could it be beneficial to them? Uh, so in the toolbox is quite a few things. You know, you got your, your business credit startup tips. You got um, a journal slash workbook. You got like, did you know facts? Like stuff that I've learned along my way and actually experienced myself that people really don't know about. Um, that they, you know, those loopholes and or what people try to hide and don't want to give game on, you know, that type of thing. So all that's in there is like a notebook, um, a pamphlet of different networking tips, things like that. So I just feel like any any entrepreneur, whether you've already began or you're aspiring to be an entrepreneur, you yeah. should definitely get the box. They should definitely do that. First of all, if your credit is jacked up off the rip, you need to go, you need to go invest in it. Cause when you hear credit, most people are like, oh, I get anything. No, if you go credit is like 500 below, you need you need to go tap into that toolbox. Okay, she got the, she got the sauce, she got the blueprint. Um, And I thank you for actually throwing that into the box because so many people are, they give you the sauce like, oh, you should do this for your credit, but they leave out so much of what right. you can do. And it leaves you in the whim, like, oh, you can remove this off your credit, but then next thing you know, it's like, that's an illegal way to do it. So mm -hmm. the fact that you gave that sauce off the back, I feel like that's beneficial for entrepreneurs because you need to get your credit together. I like it. And you provided a journal, so you gotta write it down. Write yeah, it. and you once you purchase the box, you get in a secret group um, that I have on Facebook. So if uh, you have any questions, or if you need to reach out, if you don't understand anything, I'm right there. Yeah, like a back pocket friend, you feel me? You just pull you out of your back pocket, all right? 
<laughs> I like that. So you're not only just getting a tool, uh, a toolkit or a toolbox, but you're getting a mentor, a person that's been through it, and a friend that's gonna be able to be with you. And let's go get it. <laughs> they sleeping right now. Wake up, wake, wake up. up. I she didn't come to play. My girl Sherelle came in and told you, look, this is what I got. Apply the pressure. And if you don't, you know uh pressure make diamonds, right? That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. Pressure made. Huh. Oh, hey. <laughs> so you are, like I said, wearing so many hats, so many crowns, and the fact that you're not leaving other entrepreneurs out, you're giving those those steps, those tools, those the sauce. It has to be overwhelming sometimes because you're constantly giving, and you have to have ways to pour in your cup. So what mm -hmm. is one way you actually pour your cup back through these active services that you're doing? Oh, last I took a whole year off pretty much last year and work focused basically on me. Like I really work, even though I, I did do another project, but the main factor was focusing on me. I really didn't do a lot of branding for other people. I didn't really do any of that. So I just had to like, no, you gotta focus back on you. Like I, you know, I can't continue to just help everybody else and pour into everybody else and not watermelon yeah it's draining you know it's draining because then you start to lose uh you start to lose that creativity mode yes faith in yourself and one thing i learned about myself and what i learned about a lot of entrepreneurs is they are creators they like to create and if they don't have that that feeling within themselves to create mm -hmm. they press they have yes and i'm sure a lot of people um that are listening i'm pretty sure they go through it but they feel like they're alone you know they feel like mm -hmm don't go through anxiety but this is not like nine to five it's not something that you like tomorrow i, I may not make money today and then right. the next two weeks i may make a lot of money yeah exactly. prepare for the months that's coming up so it's like I'm, I'm making my own revenue so again thank you for being the person that's giving the actual souls actual sauce man like nobody is doing that do you feel me nobody is doing that and I, I really do appreciate you putting that out there for entrepreneurs and if you're starting to uh jump out there on your on your business or you need to have a friend she's right here it's so mm -hmm. many people saying they're here for you and like she said she got a, a group check so you gotta you gotta go ahead and purchase that box dog Mm -hmm. that box. <laughs> no more game for free. <laughs> that was the only game you get for free. Now you gotta go purchase it. You feel me? So definitely show some support. Um, you actually said something that struck that struck me there. Um, that your 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 toolkit that you mm -hmm. got so much things that'll be able to be beneficial. And you also talked about how you're able to build the business in a legal way because some mm -hmm. people actually don't know the steps to actually take to actually solidify their business so right. without giving up too much sauce you feel me uh what would be three things that you feel would be beneficial for entrepreneurs to know when it comes to building their business the legit way um so i will say i wrote a few things down but i'll i'll say like do your due diligence um i see a lot of false information going around on social media all the time um, I would definitely say if you hear anybody, if you read something, um, Google's free too. You know, Google's free. So you, <laughs> what you see, you better go run to Mr. Google and and read up on it yourself. Like people are lazy. That's the thing. Like, yes, <laughs> you're not doing your due diligence. Like you, I can't. I tell you one thing, and then you decide. Oh, over here, they're. Uh, they making money, like, you know, cause a lot of people fake 
take show money, yeah. you know, that type of deal. They go look this, this person. Meanwhile, this person asking for your personal information so they could, you know, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. You preach it. You <laughs> I'm telling you, you preach it. It's a lot. But, you know, I'm to the point now, like, all right, either you go invest in yourself with this and I can help you along the way, or, you know, that's on you. That, yeah, that type of deal. Yeah. Um, the other two, yeah, and like the other things, I I really didn't write any plans to actually, you know, scale the business. I feel like when you're scaling your business, you need to know the, the basics. Yeah. Like the EIN is very basic. Like once you grab that, people believe you got to pay for that. No, it's free. Then you see a lot of false information going around about, you know, limited liabilities company, LLC. And oh, it's it's $50. No, it's not. It, it goes by safe, okay? It's by safe. Yeah, it does. It may be fifty dollars over there. Well, they yeah. have, it may be two hundred dollars over here with other uh, requirements to it. So, like you said, exactly. you information. Exactly. It's 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 quite a bit. I just say, um, really do your due diligence and research. Back to that because that's just like the biggest thing to me. Um, and the other thing is like basically never seek validation from someone else. If you have a vision. For your for what you want to do with in the entrepreneur journey, like you don't have to seek validation unless you in like a partnership or something or like a group yeah. or anything like that. But that's that's pretty much it with that. That's <laughs> those are three powerful uh, little tips there. I, I think because again, being an entrepreneur myself, mm-hmm. I, I really think that that people should know that because I've heard and seen false information myself, and it's like you don't like for instant. Um, I teach in uh, I teach uh, stocks, teach people how to read stocks, and I have an academy okay. called Chester State Academy where we don't focus on just making money, but we focus on mastering the mind to master the market because it's a people behavior market. And most people don't know that. They feel like, oh, this is what controlling the market, this is controlling the market, and it's really just emotions. And if you don't know yourself, you can lose a lot of money behind it. And okay. I hear people say the craziest thing, like. Somebody told me Robin Hood was a, a, a broker, and I'm like, huh? You can look that up. Like you said, you can go look that up on <laughs> Google, and you could be like, type in, is Robin Hood a broker? And it's going to tell you, no, it's an app, you know? Or, yeah, it's an app. Yeah. app. Give me your cash app information. It's like, huh? Just send me that little link in your cash app. And that, a lot of people don't know, yo, that's like giving up your bank account information. Why would you copy and paste? Your cash app information, you don't even do that when you're sending money to people. I'm mm-hmm. just saying, I'm saying, if I want to send money to you, I'm only going to ask you for your name. I'm never going to ask you for that little, that little copy and paste. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, you got to know where the information is being misled because I can tell you anything if you're being confused about where the money is being made from. And that's what a scam is. I like to tell people, a mm-hmm. scam is when you're skillfully being confused about how the money is being made. Mm-hmm. Because once yeah. you know the two facts, you'd be like, that's a lie. <laughs> when you said about the EIN, you was like, it's free. I'm like, it really is. And it I don't really know is. why you paying for it. Like, I didn't pay anything for my EIN. I just went and applied. And it exactly. I didn't pay anything for it. But most people are coming out of pocket 100 bucks, 200 bucks, because somebody said, I can help you, not knowing that, yeah, they're ripping you off. You should mm-hmm. never, you should never be able to give that because you got to give uh, valid information to be able to get that EIN. So I know for a fact, if y'all giving out that much information, you might well just go ahead, write me your account number and yep. like, get that money out. You feel me? Yep. <laughs> so, like, get it on over. Give me your, <laughs> give me your bank account. I ain't, hey, 
I ain't, I ain't lying to you. I'm just saying, give me here. Give me here. Because that's what you're doing. You're giving away the sauce. So you are really being a really good entrepreneur by doing that because it's hard when you're out here telling the truth and so many people out here telling a lie. Mm-hmm. So hard because, like you said, people want that quick money. Yeah. Listen to the quick money. Then the people that's taking their time to explain it to you. Yeah, that's crazy, right? That's that's yeah. like, uh, well, let me go cheat off this test, and you sitting by the smart dude, not knowing he don't even want to try today, so he gonna fail. And you, all you had to do was study, like all you yeah, had to do, exactly. You had to do. That's all you had to do. That quick money gonna go quicker, or just not come back to you? I don't know. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, you said a mouthful right there. Either way it goes, it's gonna leave your pocket. It's not gonna yeah. with you because it's coming too fast. It's coming right. too fast, right? So continue to do that, continue to push forward because people like you are being overlooked. They're like me and you because we're giving the, the true information and they, they're lazy. They don't even want to yeah. go on Google. Like I said, Google is free. YouTube University is free. I like yeah. to say that all the time. I'm like, YouTube, I can learn how to make anything mm-hmm. on YouTube. Like children are making all type of stuff just off of YouTube, building yeah. games, you know, become a developer. So it's like, if I want to learn how to sew, I can go to YouTube. I want to learn how to build my business the right way. I can go to YouTube mm-hmm. and I can invest into uh, Candace, um box and I'm going step by step and I'm like, oh, I got more more information that's lining up with each other mm-hmm. instead of listening to an information somebody over here and I'm like, oh, they made a thousand dollars off of that today. Why would you want? Why would you want to make a thousand dollars today off of that? And you have no idea what you're talking about. You know exactly. So, yeah. Hey, you put a mouthful out there. So if they don't want it, you can't make the horse drink from the water. That's all I said. Just lead them to it. If they go get thirsty and die, bro, you dirt, you thirsty and die right by the water. That is so crazy, you know? <laughs> so I like that. And um, above all the other things that you're doing, giving out this free information, um, well, the gems, because you got to go dive more into the toolbox to get more information. So just giving out the good information, showing people how to do it, being this entrepreneur with so many hats, you've also been able to create your own company, right? your own company, your own magazine. So let's actually talk about it. Um, you are also the owner of the magazine company called Diamond Elise, all right? And that's dope. Like I said, pressure makes diamonds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so why did you decide to create a magazine company? And how can this benefit entrepreneurs like me and like you? Uh, so I started uh, Diamond Elite Magazine and Company. Uh, so I was already into creating like the, the digital flyers and all that type of stuff. And I just felt like it went with the theme, like I'm already a writer, it's in the literary world. So, and I'm an entrepreneur. So I made a magazine for entrepreneurs that can get for, at a cheap rate for like ad space. And then you have, um, I set up a thing where it's like the exposure. So it's digital and physical. Hmm. So I was having the physical copies go to different places for free, basically. I was sending like two or three copies, like to like salons and um, like small boutiques, independent establishments, basically. And so how I had it is that, um, because I'm trying to restructure it now. But how I had it was once you go into the salon, you know, you're sitting there waiting to get serviced or whatever, and you pick that magazine up. And I have it to where if you see any business that you like and you want to do business with or you want to purchase from, you can take a picture of it and uh, of their information and you reach out to them, you know, just, just like that. Ooh, so, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, magazines are not like, like, like people don't really focus on magazines these days. So the fact you were like, hold on, let me take it and put it in your face because you always got your phone. You mm-hmm. always got your phone. You can exactly. walk around with a book because people don't want to read that book these days. But 
I know you're gonna open your phone. So the fact you thought about that in the most creative way and you took it and you put it in the face where the, the device is right there, that's mm -hmm. dope. Cause I would have never thought about taking a magazine and making it digital. Never thought about that. And, and it's amazing because you said, I'm going to give this back to entrepreneurs, business-minded people like salons and people like that so I could be able to connect the world with them. Because we need to know. We need to know where the salon is if I need to go get my hair done. You know, I need to know how to go get that barbershop. I need me a little Chris line. I'm yeah. going to go to a magazine. I'm going to see the reviews. I'm going to see what she say because it's credible. So, yep. hey, pressure make diamonds. That's all I'm That's all I would say. Fashion made diamonds. So, uh, you say you was in the middle of recreating, right? So, yeah. what are some, some new things, if you can say, what are some new things that you're looking to bring into the magazine um, to revamp it? So, basically, I'm looking more towards people who are on not like the, the basic level, like on a, another type of level, doing different things. Like, this issue that just came out is uh, from a woman who just, who um, she didn't just do it, but she created her own vodka. So, vodka? Vodka. Ooh. And so I thought that was really dope and different. So that's who I placed on the front cover. And basically, um, I actually had to have to send out another email campaign today, but I'm getting more back into sending my email blasts and stuff like that. So it's just little stuff like that. It's just it's not really revamping, I guess. It's just restructuring. Restructuring. Yeah. Uh oh, uh oh, we got a new vodka out there. Uh oh, uh oh, about to get a lot of people lit right now because of you. Because of you, a whole lot of people about to get lit right now. They can get a little lit, not too much on me. <laughs> I just introduce you to it. Whatever you do after is yours. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I tell you, but that's cool. That's real cool because without you, so many more people wouldn't be connected today. You know, so hey, go check out the magazine. Y'all want to stay tapped into my girl because she got so much going on. Um, and I love it. I love what you're doing. I know, like I said, as an entrepreneur, it takes time to do that. Digitally, it takes time. That's like a frustrating thing to me doing stuff digitally. Um, mm -hmm. taking time to see what software works the best and compatible to what you're trying to do. So the fact that you're taking time and going through all these psychological roller coasters, it did uh example to so many people. And you know, you walk around smiling so bright, like your energy is so transferable. Like it, it just brings so much light to the world. And I love it. I love it, man. Keep doing that. Keep doing. We need that here. We need that here. We do. Yeah, yeah. Um, you also talked about again being a writer. You started your um magazine company and you mm -hmm. also um created the toolbox. So you're still writing. Um mm -hmm. also did a lot of things as far as like being the first author um in 2015, now writing other books, helping other people, other businesses. Um, let's talk about the collective group that you that you are part of when it comes to writing. What is, you know, the collective writers group and why it is so important that you want to share with so many people? Uh, yeah, so the collective writers group uh, began last year in March. Um, it was actually someone by the name of Abdul um, Sensei who, who basically he made a post on Facebook. It was, in a, it was in another type of writing group or whatever. And I'm never, this is so crazy because I'm never in the group. I, you know, I never even see that group to this day. For some reason, I saw this post. <laughs> I saw this post and what he was trying to do, basically bring together writers that are like-minded, but still have their own, you know, different yeah. various visions and everything with writing. And it was like probably eight people at first. Um, now it's only four. And we're the ones who actually uh, stayed together the entire year and wrote out an entire script for a TV series. Wow. It's actually about to begin uh, filming the 28th of this month. Uh-oh. Uh, 
Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty dope. It's, it's really exciting. So, you know, I have, I've never worked with a team. So it was very different with me. I've always done stuff like solo, you know, yeah. that type of deal. But it's, it's been a very good experience because I learned from them as well because they some of them were already in that industry of film production and things like that. So I'm learning a whole nother side to everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, rip writing is, is something intense. I am not going to lie to them. even here. You have to write the audio of it. You have to write the visual of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's something that I have to learn too. Um, Cause I get, I'm, that's what I do with my masters. I, I learn how to do media communication, right? So okay. it's, it's so crazy. Like you said that I understand at first, if you had told me that two years ago, three years ago, I'd be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Huh? Script? Write what script? But like, even when you're doing videos, uh, like music videos, you have to have an idea, you have to have a theme, you gotta come up with a script. So the fact that you are learning how to do that with other people, I commend you, cause I'm, I know for a fact, it frustrates me. Um, We had to really sit down and think about our first video I did with my bro KT the Great, shout out to KT the Great. And I was like, okay, where we gonna go with this? And, you know, and the, and the producer was like, no, you need to have it like this, like this, like this. And I'm like, oh my God, with so much that goes on behind just writing before they hit the mm-hmm. screen that mm-hmm. most people don't even understand while they're watching that movie, how long those writers sat in that room and went back and forth, back and forth, bouncing Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, and sometimes they, they be arguing with each other, you know, trying to come up with the right ideas. So <laughs> that is good, man. Like. That is good. Let everybody know the name of that film. If you can, let everybody know the name of the film because I'm going to tap in. I'm going to let everybody tap in. I'm going to shout you out. So let everybody know what's the name of that film so you can stay tuned to it. Yeah, so it's, it's um, called Bondsided. Um, it's a, a, this, we're starting out with six episodes for a TV series or whatever. Shout out to Abdul, Naka, and Brittany on the team. Um, you know, we all brought our different ideas together and came up with that. We had to sit down, make sure this last episode made sense for all the rest of the episodes, like all that type of stuff, back and forth deal. So it was a pretty cool experience. So I'm looking forward to everything with it. <laughs> oh, keep going. I see you like, like you said, the, the avid entrepreneur. You got like wear so many hats, so many crowns, but you are definitely an inspiration to me. And hopefully whoever's listening right now, if you're a writer, Tap into my girl, man. She got the souls. I mean, I wish I had some help. I would. I, I went through a psychological uh, warfare on myself. I needed you at that time. I was like, Dad, where you was at? You feel me? <laughs> All these ideas. So, how can other entrepreneurs that wants to write that has that passion, um, how can they get started into to their business? Like, what would you say would be the first thing they should do? Um, I would definitely say just begin writing. Mm-hmm. Finish what you're writing. Um, get somebody to do your covers. You know, writing is really, it's, it's I don't want to say it's the easiest part because it's really not because you have to finish it first to get to everything oh, yes. else. But then what comes after that, you have to do the promotion for it. You have to, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's just a lot. Um, when I first started out with Swiftly Taken and back then, I did some research before I even launched it. Like you have to have a, a good, like a date of when you want to start promoting it to launch date. To, okay, how am I going to actually reach these different people? So what I did, I shouldn't even be giving this up right now. But so what I did, free game. <laughs> hey, that's that free game. So what I did is I did some research on Amazon. I went and saw when in my category, urban fiction, and I looked at the top reviewers. I found these reviewers <laughs> on Facebook and reached out to them. 
Um, some of them, you know, they didn't respond and the other ones, they were like, sure, gift it to me and stuff like that. So basically those were le- legit. I knew it was legit reviews because they didn't know me. Yeah. You know, they could have said, this This book sucked. Like, they could have. You know? like, this is <laughs> Throw it away. <laughs> yeah, and, but they didn't say that. They gave good pointers and things like that. And um, that made me know like, okay, it's not just people that know me just saying, oh, this, you know, it's a good book, five stars. It's yeah. somebody that don't even know me. And was being um, what's it called? Honest, you know. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> they're just giving you the real, like not even yeah. sugarcoating. Like they could have told yeah. you, like, throw this away. This is trash. We don't want this out there. But <laughs> but like you said, they didn't know you, so they really didn't have no loyalty to you. It was mm-hmm. all honesty and transparency right there. That's dope. Right. That's dope. Yeah. Hey, you giving out too much sauce, man. <laughs> They can't handle it. They cannot handle the sauce right now. They cannot. All right, so for all all the people that's, what you got there? I was gonna say, make sure after you finish that story to copyright it. (laughs) Copyright the book. I only think they heard you. Say that one more time. Copyright it. I believe it's copyright.us.gov. Yeah. (laughs) Copyright y'all stuff, man. Go. Copyright y'all stuff, man. That's the only time I'm saying. She said it four times. Copyright y'all stuff, okay? Now, now, don't come out here and hit me up and be like, hey, Shar, hey, you told me to copyright and I didn't. I'm gonna be like, well, I I did tell you, but I was vouching off of my girl Candace, so you should have actually listened to her. And I guess, I guess you didn't buy the tool either. So, hey, she got all the sauce, man. Y'all sleeping. Y'all sleeping. So if people actually want to tap into you, get to know more to, about you, and writers right now want to tap into you and ask you questions and be a part of what you got going on, how can they go ahead and be a part of you? I'm, I'm going to let you get the social media on now. All right. So um, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, all the same handle, at Candice Sherrill. That's K-A-N-D-I-C-E-S-H-E-R-R-I-L. Um, you can go to CandiceSherrill.com. You can go to DominaleeMagazine.com. So, out there use yeah. google yeah use google. <laughs> use google people that's the biggest search engine in the world besides youtube yo mm-hmm. literally the number one search engine in the world besides youtube go search it up you can go type in youtube and google gonna tell you about it I'm just throwing y'all some sauce out there. I ain't telling you what to do. I'm just throwing some sauce out there. So make sure y'all tap in on all platforms with my girl. Shout out to you for the things that you're doing. I got a question. I like to ask random questions just to see people smile, laugh, and just see the randomness on people's face. I'm telling you, I ask wild questions, so get ready. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. So what is the laziest thing you've ever done in your life? And be honest. Be honest. You a mother. Well, I know you can be some lazy things with the children, so... Be oh yeah um you know people always say you know wake up early get some money early stuff like that i will if i'm if i'm not doing nothing i'm gonna sleep all day <laughs> if i have nothing, if i have nothing planned i will lay in my pajamas and, and watch law and order as and, you. <laughs> and if i'm not look she ain't answering your phone call just though she's in the bed watching <laughs> Law and Order right now. Hey, that's my mom's favorite one. Like, I know if she's not texting me back, she's watching Law and Order. I be like, fucking all night. Yeah, because she ain't gonna text me back. She gonna be plugged in. I know. So look, everybody got their legs today. So if you ain't mm-hmm. tapped in with her, if she don't text you back, just wait till Law and Order is over. <laughs> don't take it official. She's watching TV right now. She's being yeah. late. 
that's cool. Uh, before we actually get off this thing, and we um, because it's been a blessing to be on with you. I want to continue to inspire people, keep up, uh, motivating people, because motivation is like a daily bath, but inspiration is what you are every day as a leader. So if you can inspire someone with a word or a few words, and you can inspire them for the rest of your life by saying one thing, what would it be in 15 seconds? Go. Um, I would say once you overcome the spirit of fear and being uncomfortable in a good way, you'll know that you're on the right path. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's that fear again. That's that fear again. You got to mm-hmm. get over it. Fear mm-hmm. is the biggest thing that would be blocking your blessing. Mm-hmm. I swear. Um, I, I would tell this story that I'll let everybody go. Look, I was on a... I am not a person that likes height. I am terrified of heights, even on a plane. I would close my eyes and I would just think about it. So I, I would drug myself. I'm just telling y'all the truth. I would drug myself a night quill when I get on the plane and go to sleep just to not remember the ride. That's how scared of heights I am. But I went on a hiking trip and it was a bridge. I had to get across the bridge. I'm like, yo, this bridge is high. And it wasn't like a stable bridge, like, like, like you know, it was like one of them wiggly bridges with, with the logs under it. And I'm like, what if I fall in the water? I'm talking about all type of things. I'm like, nope, I don't even want to go there. So my friends are all over there on the other side. My wife is on the other side. She's like, come on, come on. I'm like, nah, I can't. I don't want her looking at me like I'm weak. Everybody else is on that side. I got to get over there. So I actually decided to go on the bridge and I'm walking, I walk and I heard a crack like, and I'm like, oh. I look back, I'm halfway. Either I can turn around and run back or I can go that far. And I was like, all right, suck it up, walking forward. And what I did not know was how beautiful it was on the other side. I how beautiful it was on the side. And I'm gonna leave you guys with that. You never know how beautiful it is on the other side of your fear. So go across that bridge, face your fears, get tapped in with my girl Candace, and know that we love you here on the PG podcast. So if nobody tell you today, tomorrow, yesterday that they love you, I love you on the PG podcast. My girl Candace love you on the PG podcast and continue to live to inspire every day. Um, let's get it, man. Thank you for coming on to the show. Thank you we for having you, me. Man. Keep pushing, keep thriving. And we're going to continue to tell y'all to live to inspire here at the PG Podcast. Let's get it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>